Hey everyone, I'm Rachel, a walking juxtaposition and wearer of many hats. I live with my wife and triplet daughters in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm a book fanatic and author of You Are Not the Thoughts You Think. And I'm Megan, a stay-at-home mom and entrepreneur residing in Dallas, Texas. I live with my husband, two kids, two dogs, and two cats. I'm a fitness and mental health enthusiast, and in between the busy life of being a mom and wife, I'm the owner of my small business called The Love Within Us, where we focus on spreading love and light through self-empowerment. Good morning. Good morning. So um, Rachel and I have already been talking for at least 30 minutes. <laughs> Why do we do this? <laughs> it's good. It's great. It's great. I love it. And we had a word today and we're scrapping that word because we, we got on another talk at, to- topic and we're like, okay, this is it. This is what we're going for because we're in not a heated discussion, but like we're in this just conversation and we've got to, we got to move forward. Yeah. yeah. We'll save the the other word for next week. That's right. It'll be a secret. And while we were talking, we had a fascinating discovery because we looked at, we were trying to think of the word and then we looked at the definition of the word and it's like the perfect word for what we were talking about, but also for our theme of juxta word. Yes. Because it has the two sides. And, and I think to piggyback or add on to all of that, it's like, this is such a thing that everybody deals with in some form of another. Yeah. Boundaries. It involves boundaries It involves communication. It involves it's, it's in every relationship. Empathy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give a, I'll give a little sample of a situation. I'm going to go to dinner time, for example. Maybe I'm rushing around in the in the kitchen. I'm trying to get stuff done, and um, you know, maybe my husband doesn't notice, and I get like really angry at him, and I'm holding on to this like, oh, I just can't believe he doesn't notice. I need help, and oh, blah 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 blah. And, oh, he just doesn't understand, and it's like, yeah, no, he doesn't understand because I haven't told him that I need help, and not everybody is going to recognize or notice that you may need something in that moment. So it could be any situation, but it's like you have that duty and responsibility to say, hey, so I'm kind of like struggling a little bit. Do you mind helping me with, and be explicit, like, do you mind helping me with A, B, and C? Or can you please just get the kids' hands washed or something? But I think so many of us deal with a situation like that. And then we hold this kind of resentment or anger, and then it leads into the evening or however it, you know, evolves. But it's like, I think a lot of people will say like, oh, well, they just don't, they don't understand, or they don't, they don't notice. And it's like, well, maybe that's because we haven't been open to explaining how we need that help. You didn't give notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is the amazing thing we just discovered with the definition. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have the same problem and it's dinner time at our house. <laughs> <laughs> it, like someone's relaxing 
not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And I'm like, could you not notice that I'm like frantically trying to get dinner together? Like I, yeah. I would love to sit. And that's where like, I start to get sarcastic and that's where hurtful comments come out because it's, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not communicating with compassion. I'm, <laughs> I'm angry you know, that I'm not being noticed. Yeah. And I just think that is so, 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 so normal. And I think that's like, you know, like we were talking about with, oh gosh, what was it? Or our first episode or whichever episode it was, but it's like, that's just like the beauty of our relationships and getting to practice those things mm-hmm. over and over and um, maybe harder on some, you know, situations than others. But it's like, like, I know that we're not alone and whoever is listening immediately knows of a situation oh, yeah. or like a daily thing that, you know, it's like, okay, let's, let's take a step back instead of, you know, maybe having that kind of anger or, or passion about that, whatever it is, you know, maybe sit down and say, Hey, so I just, this was kind of on my mind and I'm not angry, but cause you're not angry in the moment, right? Like I'm not angry about it, but like, it would be really helpful if, and, um, I actually did that recently. Uh, we have a ledge in our house. We have a multi-level home and things get brought upstairs all the time. Things get taken downstairs all the time. Our kitchen is upstairs. The bedrooms are downstairs. It's just, you know, it's a unique home, but things always pile up on the ledge. And then everybody walks by this ledge and doesn't do anything with the things there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You And you know, every mom, if they have, if y'all have stairs, some mom out there is listening and saying, Oh yeah, I know. I put, I put, I put their shoes on the stairs and they never take it up or for ours, it's a bunch of cups. So, and you can only carry so many cups up the stairs because some of them are open lids, some of them are not. So, and my point being is I, I did mention to Michael, I was like, Hey, so I've noticed that sometimes lots of cups pile up here. And if you're ever going upstairs and you notice a cup there, it would be really helpful if you could just maybe just take it to the sink, you know, like you don't have to do anything with it. Just take it to the sink, please. Because that helps me. It's just, it helps everybody. And so that's exactly one of those situations. And it literally happened just the other day. And you know, what has happened? What? I'll tell <laughs> I've learned. (laughs) Yeah. I will tell you. Yeah. Um, he's helped. And it's like, there's that piece of gratitude of, okay, I finally said something about it, you know, instead of harboring this frustration over it. And it's like, thank you. Thank you so much. And it's like, it was something so small, but also so big at the same time. Yeah. He didn't, he may not have noticed the cups, but he heard and listened to you. Mm, that right there. You just gave me goosebumps. That's how it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy. I have a cup issue at my house too. Um, <laughs> we, we have a joke about Jen and her coffee mugs. There's just mugs everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. she'll set it right next to the sink. And I'm like, I mean, it's on top of the dishwasher. You just got to put it in. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's a something about cups. Um, but it's, you know, it's easy to get angry about something that little, but when you are able to verbalize it and say, this little thing is, you know, giving them notice that it's bothering you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
then they can, it gives them a chance to listen. And then if they don't listen to you and you're not heard, then you can have a deeper conversation Mm -hmm. about not being heard, but for them to not notice cops is not about you. Mm -hmm. No, it's about, it's just their habit and they're, they don't notice those things. So it's, it's really interesting because it's, it's taking the focus away from something else and putting it back on the relationship and allowing that part to thrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think what you said is they may not notice, but also like they may not, maybe they do notice and they don't know how to help or what to do and they can't read your mind. Right. And so it's like, you have to, you know, in the nicest way and whatever situation it is, you know, uh, to slowly explain that, you know, this is kind of been bothering me. It'd be really helpful if you could do this. I know, you know, whatever, and, and be able to explain that and, and, and tell them exactly how you need that help because most people just don't know. And that's not on purpose, you know? Right. They don't know how to help. We have to say it. I think, I think part of it is maybe talking about it feels like you're taking the romance out of it, mm-hmm. out of the relationship, because you want them to just do all these nice things for you. And so maybe that's why we feel like we're just giving them an opportunity to do something and read our mind. Mm-hmm. But really, I think it's more romantic when your partner listens to you and you feel heard. And you can mm. say those things of like, Hey, I could, I could use some help. And then they step up. I feel like that's more romantic. It's cup, it's cup filling. I know we've talked about this before, but like for me, at least maybe, it, maybe it's not for everybody because everybody's cup is different, but like, um, as we're I talking about using cup, cups, cups, yeah. cups laying around <laughs> and like <laughs> cup filling versus cup taking. <laughs> All right. Our next episode is on cups. No. <laughs> oh my God. That would, that would be a good one, but no, like, um, because I mentioned that, like I said, like the very next day or like that afternoon, that afternoon, it was like, oh, I noticed that he did it. And it was like, you know, your heart kind of grew a little bit. Like it just yeah. exploded. Like you heard me. Thank you. I value that. That means thank you. You know, and it's like, oh, my cup just went like filled up. Yeah. You know, I wonder if that's, and we're going to get off topic, but (laughs) I want to ask anyway, is your love language acts of service? My love languages are complicated. Mine too. (laughs) But I'm wondering, because it sounds like, no, I wonder if it's cup filling because your love language is acts of service. And so like, that's like, oh, you did something for me. Because I think mine is. Yeah. I, um, so actually Michael and I took the quiz together I, I, like a year and a half ago or so. And so there's five love, if you don't know the love languages, there's five love languages and you take the quiz and it tells you what, um, your main love language is and the whole purpose of love language. Okay. I'm not going to get into that. That's a whole nother episode, but, um, so there's five love languages and I took the quiz and four of them had the highest score. And then one of them did not. So, and by the highest score, I mean, they were all the same score. Yeah. That sounds like mine. <laughs> so, it was like, so, but, um, quality time, I know for sure is there and words of affirmation because that's, 
uh, I'm in the affirmation business, but I realized how powerful that really was for me. And a simple um, verbal affirmation from my husband could can make my day. So um, those I would say are my top two, but every once in a while, just help me and do something too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just curious if it's something that like everybody would like someone to do something for them, or if it means extra for those whose love language is acts of service. <clears throat> I think that's, what's so powerful about love languages. Mm-hmm. Like it literally saves marriages. Mm-hmm. If you know your partner's love language and you know how to fill them up and vice versa, because I do think there's a responsibility to know your own love language, to fill up your own cup as well. Like it's nobody's job to make you happy. Right. That Does works that with our, yeah. And that ties in with notice too, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you have to have that awareness to be able to give notice. Mm-hmm. So like to be able to say like this, um, this bothers me or here's how I'm feeling. If you are aware of those things, if you're, if you're concerned about a consequence of something or an action or something that could happen, and you know that it's your responsibility to communicate that and give notice mm-hmm. about, um, so people can prepare. I think that was the definition. Actually, let me go back. I was going to okay. say, let's, let's kill the definition too. Yeah. So the two definitions of notice, number one, the yeah. fact of observing or paying attention to something and two notification or warning of something, especially to allow preparations to be made mm-hmm. or like, you know, your two weeks notice. Right. Right. And that was actually, you know, when we were talking about this, if somebody was just to say, what does the word notice mean to you? I would say, oh, like you're, like you're giving two weeks. <laughs> like it's a, you're um, making preparations for something, which is exactly what uh, the second defini- definition was. That's so fascinating. Cause mine would have been to pay attention to something. Mine would have mm-hmm. been the first definition. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that's why, that's why this podcast works because you and I process information similarly in some ways, mm-hmm. but yet we're able to see both sides mm-hmm. of um, a lot of things and then talk about it. And I think that's, that's where that name came from. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Tangent. We were supposed to get together and record on Tuesday, but we ended up just chatting instead, which I think was needed for both of us, but uh, so refreshing. So now we're recording today and we had, we had such a powerful topic can't wait to talk about that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Next week's going to be great too. I feel like our, our topics get, I don't know what the right word is, but I feel like they get more and more, um, deep, like mm-hmm. even just the same word, it'll be fascinating like a year from now to go back and revisit some of the words we did some of these early episodes and see what yeah. more comes out of them. Well, and I think how, you know, I, I personally, this is just my opinion, but you know how in our first few episodes, we're um, maybe more form formal and yeah. I don't know, there's that, like, you know, you're being recorded. So like, don't mess up and don't, yeah. you know? And so we're just a little, um, I'm just gonna say more formal, I think is the best way to describe it. But you know, now that we're getting more comfortable in doing this action of having this microphone, having headphones, like we're talking and it just becomes more natural, which is how we, we talk when we're not being recorded. So I think as we grow as well, I am excited. I'm, I'm excited for just episode 10. Like 
Yep. We're almost, we're almost there. I'm so excited. We're recording seven right now. I'm going to get like little balloons and be like 10, 10 episodes, guys. Like <laughs> we made awesome. it. <laughs> I just wrote down another word idea as you were talking. Cause you said about being, we are more comfortable now. Um, uh-huh. so I wrote comfort. That's going to be a really good word to talk about is comfort. So many things to talk about that. Yes. I wanted to go back on about the word notice. Yes. And talk a little bit more about the responsibility we have when we notice something about ourselves and being mm-hmm. able to share that with other people, uh, especially in any form of relationship, especially in important relationships. And then to notice, to pay attention to other people too. I think this kind of aligns too with our confrontation episode Mm -hmm. because there's that responsibility to do both kinds of notice, to give notice, which involves self-awareness and then to notice others. So much about all the things I think that you and I talk about are all encompassing, like confrontation, vulnerability, um, communication, noticing. Once you start practicing all those things, and, and, and for me personally, like a gratitude piece, I have slowly become not quick to anger about anything because I've, I now just have empathy for that person. Right. That it's like, I get it. You just realize that everybody has a story and they have, everybody has their own hardships. And so that empathy is also built in there. So it's like you, I don't know if I'm making sense, but it's just, like I said, it's all encompassing. It all is a web together. And if we could all just be like that, (laughs) we could just be a happy-go-lucky world. (laughs) I think the glue for all those pieces is awareness. I would agree. I think that's a, that is a deep and hard word. For sure. That's kind of what my book, the book I wrote is about. It's an awareness to a depth of hearing the, the noise in your head, mm-hmm. being aware of it. And the fact that you're aware of it means you're the listener. You're hearing it. You're not the one speaking it. Those are recordings that play. And that's the message I'm trying to relay in my book. But that's to me, that that's like a really far level of awareness is to be put yourself as the listener and start listening to those quote unquote thoughts mm-hmm. that you have. To me, that's the ultimate level of awareness. Yeah. There's a, a book called Emotional Agility. And actually my mom and I, she, she sent me the book. She bought the book for both of us and we, we haven't started it yet, but it's obviously on our list. It's on our book pile, mm-hmm. but it's, it's about that. It's having awareness of your mental and emotional states and how to navigate those, you know, appropriately. Yeah. Noticing, and it brings us back, noticing those feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really bad about, I always tried to like repress anger and like anger's <clears throat> bad and like labeling emotions bad. So it's something I'm aware of and that I actually try to work with my kids because I don't want them to be like me in that sense of, you know, sad's bad, anger's bad. And it's so because I've repressed those for so long, it becomes really hard for me to even notice those emotions Mm -hmm. or why and trying to pinpoint like, what am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling that? It's an exercise for me to, Mm -hmm. to pay attention and notice those things. 
I think it's, I, I hear you and I know so many others, adults feel that same thing. Yeah. Because those emotions are hard. Yeah. And, and it kind of goes back to like how we teach our kids, like even like when June gets mad or sad or something like that, it's like, I see you. It is okay. I would be mad too. And that's an okay feeling. What made you mad? And what does that feel like in your body? Does it come out as anxiety? Does it come out as like your heart's racing and your fish clench up? Like, what does that look like? And, and I think, you know, for anybody that's struggled with that, it just is going to take that practice of sitting back and asking yourself those questions and, and, and going through that process. But I know you're not alone in that. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a childlike curiosity that you have to have mm-hmm. towards yourself. Why do I feel like, why am I getting angry? Why, you know, the questions you would ask your kid mm-hmm. and you have to ask it with kindness. You but, have to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Noticing those emotions <laughs> and giving them, giving them a space to be there has been a challenge to me that that's stuff I think of when I think of to notice, mm-hmm. um, I think of first noticing others. And a lot of times that's with emotion. You're noticing mm-hmm. uh, how someone's feeling and being able to react accordingly, but then noticing yourself and paying attention to your emotions mm-hmm. and then giving notice of those emotions. Others. Back. Yeah. It's a cycle. Yeah. I'm going to bring in the five senses into this word because mm-hmm. there's that exercise in the moment you're having, you know, a a panic attack or anxiety or anything like that. A lot of the, um, not a lot, but there is a a practice that you can do that is sitting down or it's a way to calm yourself, but you have to, you notice your five senses. So you say like five things I see, five things I hear, five things I feel, things like that. And then you go four things I see, four things I hear, four things I feel. And then you go to three and it's all about noticing your surroundings so you can calm yourself um, down first Mm -hmm. before you can ask yourself those questions, like what set me off? How am I feeling? What is, you know, how can I get through this? I'm really glad you mentioned that. Um, because your senses are how you notice you're either noticing Mm -hmm. with your Mm -hmm. eyes, whether it's the five senses or like your gut feeling or anything, it's the senses are what you use to notice. Right. Really interesting. I like it. Are we ready to give a reflection piece? Let's do it. Uh, you can do this. I'm going to go ahead and give one. And you you can do this just by thinking about it, or you can journal it, whichever you prefer. But I want you to think about something that angers you or you feel like you're building resentment on with someone you know that's close to you that you can be able to maybe open up and talk about that thing and um, start thinking about how you're going to present it to that person and maybe just take the leap and, and do it just like I did with my cups on my ledge. And you might notice that once you release that, you're just going to feel lighter and brighter. So think of that one situation that you can talk about. I like that. And I'm going to go the internal route and challenge you to uh, notice it's not really internal, I guess, but for yourself without the relationship mm-hmm. aspect of it. Cause I like how you covered the relationship parts. Um, I want you to notice five things that you've never noticed before about your 
space that you're in all the time, whether it's your car or your bedroom, try to really pay attention and see if there's something that you can notice that you hadn't noticed. I like that. To observe, to really observe something. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's a great day today. It is. I needed this. I was like spinning with stressful stuff. And this is our conversations are always so grounding mm-hmm. and like remind you of like, okay, it's fine. There's some, we have good connections. There's good stuff going on. I can handle it. I can do hard things. You can, you are powerful and you are limitless. Now I'm going to pull and those cards. You are in control. <laughs> yeah. 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 Go put those cards up today. Those are good cards to have up. I love it. You take don't a have Megan's cards. You need <laughs> to go get them because like we do our podcast about words. Those words are very cup filling and affirming. And you go to her, the love within us.com website and grab those cards because you need them. Thank They're you. Powerful. I'm yes, dead yes. serious. <laughs> go get them. Yes. And give them for Christmas gifts because everybody needs them. And it beats writing in a dry erase marker, like on your mirror, like I used to do. It beats Uh that because they're pretty. (laughs) You can leave them on your desk. (laughs) Yes. And they come with, if you get the bundle, they come with a little stand, which by the way, are in-house made. My brother cuts those and then I seal them. So yeah. Perfect. Grab that journal too. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us to get today, guys, and stay tuned for next week because it is going to be a passionate topic. Yes. I think that's part of why we've kind of held on to it too, is because there's there's so much to say. We need more time. Yeah. <laughs> I need to process it more and get all my thoughts in order. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, I love it. Well, y'all have a great day. We'll see y'all later. See you next week. Hey guys. Thank you so much for being here. We hope you enjoyed our conversation and ultimately found some aha moments that allow you to reflect and take positive action. If you found this episode interesting and helpful, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing, and even leaving a review. As always, you are worthy, loved, and powerful.